0: is armed American radios daily defense.
1: Armed American radios daily defense because they don't want me to, that's why I do it.
0: Presented by X Insurance, X Insurance from the Six Sauer Studios on the Fort Worth Armory. Platinum microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walter, Walter, Walter. Oh, Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen,
2: to Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries radio show sitting in for Mark Walters. Once again, he's in New Hampshire hosting Six Hours Freedom Day event at the Six Hour headquarters. Meanwhile, I'm coming to you from the Six Hour Studios, and I'm on the Fort Worth Armory microphone. And all of this is presented by X Insurance. The best insurance is at X Insurance, and of course, all of Mark's partners are listed at ArmedAmericanRadio.com, including two of the newest Cornerstone Asset Metals.com, Revelation nineteen eleven Armory.com. Okay. Uh, just want to review uh, a little bit once again the the clown show. By the way, that was Act Nine yesterday, and by the way, it culminated in the suspenseful vote. As though anybody thought it wasn't going to go any way the way that it went nine uh, zero to subpoena Donald Trump, and uh, as of this morning, he was quite delighted with the idea. <laughs> and he finally an opportunity to, to hear the other side of the story. As it were, uh, we will have to see what comes of that, because, of course, come November the 8th, the Democrat uh, select unselect committee of rejects may be out of business as of actually it would be January when they would go out of business for sure. But uh, they would be a lame duck. But they still have a report to write. They still have legislation to try to pass, including the uh, Electoral Count Reform Act and all of that. And so, and by the way, you, you, should, you should read the history behind the electoral, reform, uh, the electoral Count Act of 1887 and what led up to it. Uh, I've talked about it on my show, so I'm going to move on. But anyway, it was similar circumstances back in the day, shall we say. And there was Florida right in the middle of it, too, one of three states, uh, along with Louisiana and one of the Carolinas, I think South Carolina. Uh, OK, anyway, we had dueling delegates, if you're wondering. But but to get back to the subject at hand today. So the clown show, once again, it is it is multi-purposed. It is to, first of all, cover up the dirty deeds of the Democrats uh, in the sense that they wanted what happened on January the 6th to transpire. Now, they may not have known the extent to which there would be trouble. But they knew trouble was on the way, and they did nothing, nothing to prepare for it other than to watch it or help it. So uh, that all, you know, is still hanging out there. No answers for any of that. No answers about Ray Epps, why he's not in jail with all of the others, uh, including grandmothers and the like. And why his home hasn't been raided in the the wee hours of the morning and have him dragged out in his underwear or something while his family is is shocked and and screaming or wailing. So the, uh, the whole intent also was to depict Donald Trump as this ultimate villain and anybody that follows him as being villainous too. And along comes Joe Biden, you know, talking just like that. What was it all about in Philadelphia? It was all about that. This is all part of the same work, the same work in progress, which once again is to vilify that part of America that lives by the Constitution, including the Second Amendment. It's no coincidence that Trump supporters are strong Second Amendment advocates and that the big government types don't like that, so here they kind of got us all together. In in a sense, it, it's it's something they've been waiting for, because before you know you had a lot of Democrats that that you know were of the you know, when it came to the Second Amendment were of a like mind with Republicans. Heck, Harry Reid had what is it, an A rating from the NRA for how long? I know he's from Nevada, but there he is, a, a powerful Democrat. But those days are over. Those days are behind us. So, see, it's now it's okay to vilify 80, 90 million Americans because they are the ones who are armed mostly. So, uh, all of this comes together. And then, of course, you have uh, other players along the way as well. Uh, and let me introduce you to uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. Of course, all of you know who he is. Most people in America know who he is. And, of course, they've already started to vilify him, too. You know, they got the, the slang names for him. You know, he is a Ron Satanist and all this other stuff. And now the Treasury Department is investigating him. And why, you might ask, if you haven't seen? It is because of how he funded the relocation His word, and it's accurate, the relocation of illegal immigrants from either staying in Florida or even coming to Florida and sending them to Martha's Vineyard, for example. Because uh, the Massachusetts people, the Martha's Vineyard people got all angry about it. They're a sanctuary island, uh, but they don't want anybody to take advantage of being a sanctuary island. That's all for show. So they can feel good about themselves. See, it's motion. They need to feel good. About their lying, cheating selves, and so they put up a sign that says, uh, "You know, you're downtrodden. You're welcome here. We're a sanctuary city. We're a sanctuary island. Come on out!" And of course, when they get out there, they couldn't get rid of them fast enough. You go, don't, go try to find an illegal on Martha's Vineyard today. If you do, they're probably cleaning somebody's house under the table, getting paid under the table. But the uh, um, so. Back to DeSantis. So the Treasury Department, uh, under prodding prodding from politicians, are investigating him. The the inspector general is. So this is the beginning of an investigative process. Is investigating Ron DeSantis because of his use of particular funds. As it turns out, evidently, he was using or is using. Money that comes from interest earned on COVID relief funds that the state of Florida has received along with all the other 50 all the other 49 states. And, and as in Florida and most of those other 49 states, a lot of that money is just still sitting around. You know, we taxpayers are on the hook for it. But it, it's there was so much of it; it's still just laying around, and so evidently the state of Florida has such a huge nut that it's producing millions of dollars of interest in in, in a short period of time. Well, only a couple of years, and you got millions of dollars of interest. Uh, that that's you got a pretty good sum of money that's just sitting there earning that interest, don't you think? And so DeSantis used that interest, not the COVID money itself, but the interest from it to pay for these flights for the illegals. And, you know, at first glance, it it seems to be ingenious. And in fact, it is. But the question is, and this is what the inspector general is investigating, is was it illegal? Did it violate the COVID Relief Act, whichever one it was, or all of them? That provided the money to the state of Florida. And, you know, along with us getting the what we we got the fourteen hundred dollar checks or whatever, how much interest have you earned on your fourteen hundred (laughs) dollars? And by the way, California is flush with money too for the same reason. And the the formula for giving the money had to do with population. So the bigger your population, the more money you got. Not individuals, but the state. And by the way, for the families, it worked that way too. You know, Mama Bear got a check, baby bears got checks, Papa Bear got check, everybody got a check. Only ours didn't amount to much. What the state governments got amounted to quite a bit, and that same goes for local governments too. Orange County here, we're fixing to vote on a on a. They they call it a a a one cent sales tax increase. Anybody can go up one cent, right? It's just a one cent. That one cent is a 15.4% increase in the Orange County, Florida sales tax rate. And yet they're sitting on millions of dollars of COVID relief money. Now, of course, that's peanuts compared to what they're going to raise with this here one cent over 20 years, $600 million a year. So, uh when I come back, I'll tell you why, however, what Ron DeSantis is doing. Uh, I'm not going to say it isn't a good idea, but it's showing it's revealing something about dealing with the federal government, which is always, always a bad idea which is why we have the 10th Amendment, so the states don't have to deal directly with the federal government because with that comes strings. No, 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 not strings, chains, ladies and gentlemen, and barbed wire, and it messes you up big time. I'll tell you how how when we come back with more of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Christopher Hart of American Adversaries radio show. You can find me at AmericanAdversaries.com. Coming right back.
1: Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show.
2: Hey, next week, is it next Friday, that is, Mark is going to be at the Daniel Defense Double D Foundation Banquet at fun, and Fundraiser. All right, I am Christopher Hart sitting in for Mark Walters on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. I am coming to you from the six Hour studio, and all of this is presented by X-Insurance as I'm on the Fort Worth Armory microphone. And all of Mark's partners you can find at armedamericanradio.com, including cornerstoneassetmetals.com and revelation1911armory.com. So I was talking about the investigation of Governor DeSantis and how he used interest from COVID relief money to fund his relocation of illegal immigrants away from Florida to areas where people say they welcome such, you know, individuals, only they don't really. So he has shown up their hypocrisy, and so that ticked him off, and so that now they have him under investigation. Now, I, I must be honest with you; I don't know. Uh, if what he did was in any way violation of any of these laws, I'd have to sit down and read, I guess, about six or seven thousand pages worth of legislative uh, gibberish in order to try to figure it out, which is probably what the uh, the inspector general of the Treasury Department is doing. Um, but uh, th- this highlights the danger of doing business with the federal government. They're always going to end up biting you one way or another. It's 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 like dealing with the devil. It, it really is, because the federal government, anytime they give the states appropriate states money or agencies money, there's always strings attached to it. And, and except unless it's going to liberal organizations, which, of course, the string attached is that that money finds its way back into the Democrats pockets. But not all of it, but some of it. But in the case of working with states, uh, the 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 downside is the strings, the chains, the barbed wire attached uh, restricts and dictates how that money can be spent. And once again, it's all about the end of the day, about social engineering. Uh, So the the money if it's not used for those social engineering purposes there are consequences for it the clawbacks or put you in jail or or in this case investigate a sitting governor and 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 try to ruin him politically because he obviously has a big p- political future in front of him and you know we need we still need him for 4 years though to clean up this state but what we really need to do is get the state off of the government dime off the government dole Because just as uh, the welfare programs have destroyed the black community, the what I'll call state welfare programs are destroying state governments and local institutions. Let me give you a couple of examples. Uh, We've talked recently about. And Merrick Garland is now threatened to investigate people like me who have been talking about the fact that children's hospitals around the country are maiming and disfiguring children and making sure that they will never be able to have children of their own in their lives. And they call it uh, transsexual or transgendered transition surgery. No, no, no. That's not what they call it. They call it transgendered transition health care. Health care, my you-know-what, this is child abuse. And by the way, uh, I'll tie it into something else here in in just a moment, having to do with child protective services. But what, what it amounts to is that, and by the way, the local hospital here, the Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children, right here in Disney World land, right? The Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children advertises this that they do this that trans, the gender health care transgender transition uh, uh, health care all of this stuff and you know it's, it's an outrage when I first found out about how could they do this what are they stupid are they they've lost, they lost their minds do they understand that this is this is worse than bad medicine. And lo and behold, it is because they get money from the federal government and the federal government requires them to do this. Once again, there's the chain, there's the barbed wire. And unfortunately, most hospitals now have huge overhead. They're built out They They got lots of uh, bills to pay. So they need money and they need lots of it on a daily basis. And the estimates are that a child going through this, it will cost the government, somebody, a million to a million and a half dollars just to go one way. And then if they decide they don't like it and they want to go back, well, you can double that. That's good money to a hospital administrator. It's steady cash. It's an outrage. But it stems from federal government policy. They have corrupted healthcare systems, children's hospitals all across the country. Vanderbilt University's Children's Hospital was called out for it, so they have suspended it. Now, they will soon find that if they want to get the money from the federal government, they better go back at it. Sad to say, but that's the way it is. And that's the, that's only the half of it. Once again, it's all about social engineering. The federal government socially engineering right down to the fact where they engineer parts on a human body, and then there's the child protective services around the country. Same thing. They're they're, they're paid on a piece work basis. In other words, the federal government's. Pay, the federal government pays the states, which pays the localities, which pays the hospitals, which pays the police departments, which pays the social workers, which pays the foster care people per child. So the more children you have in child protective services, the more money those agencies all make. You have states and local governments around the country basically balancing their budgets or spending what they want to spend money on on the backs of foster children who are being snatched from their parents' arms many times for nefarious reasons. Oftentimes, I would say probably necessary, but certainly not as often as it does happen because the government pays piecemeal just like they pay for students in public school they don't give you a block grant they pay you per student this has got to stop because once again it's corrupting all of our institutions once again they all get paid in the state of florida the state of florida for each child 90% of that money goes to administrative costs goes to the foster parent. And a lot of foster parents make, uh, you know, a a career out of being a foster parent. And unfortunately, when the child gets into that system, it's very difficult to get them out of it. And some of the reasons that today are being used to put people into these children, into these uh, services, once again, are highly questionable. Like, have they been vaccinated? Right? Do they live in a household where there's a lot of guns? Wow, that's not a safe environment for a child. Do You know, in the state of Florida, it's no longer the object to keep families together. It's the object to ensure the safety of the child, whatever that means. And it means whatever the agencies want it to mean. We have got a federal government out of control and states need to cut the cord quick. I'll be back with more of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Christopher Hart sitting in for Mark Walters as he is in New Hampshire at the Six Hour Freedom Day event.
3: AAR listeners, you're
1: tuned in to personal security. It's why you carry a gun or maybe own a fire extinguisher. Why wouldn't you do the same with the financial assets you've accumulated over the years? Cornerstone Asset Metals is managed by accredited asset management specialists that serve your needs in protecting and preserving your wealth through dedicated customized strategies just like they do for me. Founder and CEO Terry Strake and his team are here to serve you. Visit CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more information and to talk to an advisor. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show.
2: Yeah, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Christopher Hart sitting in for Mark Walters today, as once again, he is hosting Sig Sauer's Freedom Day event at their headquarters in New Hampshire. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in in the the Fort Worth Armory at the Fort Worth Armory microphone, and I'm coming to you from the Six Hour Studios. Let me get all that straight. Of course, all this is presented by X Insurance. The best insurance is X Insurance. You can find out more about all of Mark's partners because they're listed at ArmedAmericanRadio.com, and that includes two of the newest: CornerstoneAssetMetals.com and Revelation1911Armory.com. OK, uh, once again, going after going talking about uh, the Treasury Department going after Ron DeSantis because of his supposed misuse of covid interest money from covid relief fund. And then the, the the problem with dealing with the federal government, the federal government is so intrusive in so many ways in our lives. You think these these state run agencies, uh, you know, that the state governments uh, are responsible for what they're doing. A lot of times they're not if they have bought into the federal money along with the federal money as i said come the chains comes the barbed wire and it's sure to bind you and and slice you up more like constantine wire you know the razor wire and it is a it's a sad situation because pretty much the federal government is at war with american families and destroying american families that that's what transgenderism is all about this transgendered movement there's no real change in human nature where girls want to be boys and boys want to be girls any more than it's ever been. And we've managed to somehow uh, get along just fine without maiming children before they're of an age to really know what they want out of life. A lot of people, they get they're They're in their 50s or 60s before they figure out what they really want in life. You know, I didn't get into the radio business until late in my life and found out pretty quick. This is where I wanted to be all along. But it took me most of my life to get here. Thank God somebody didn't want to carve me up in the process. But that's what's happening today, and it's being sanctioned. No, it's being paid for with our money, ladies and gentlemen. This is the worst part about it, our money. We get upset about paying for abortion with taxpayer dollars where we're hacking up children with the same dollars and we're stealing them from their parents. With the same money, our taxpayer money, we must demand a stop to this. The next Republican administration, the Donald Trump administration, needs to defang the government at all levels. All money going to the states from henceforward can only be in block grants so that the people in that state can be damn sure it isn't misused and used to butcher children, either in their womb, the mother's womb, or in the hospital uh, operating room. This is an outrage. And it's the the, the worst of it is being directed at, at the weakest and, and the most vulnerable of us. Our children. We cannot allow this to happen or we will be damned to hell along with the people who came up with these ideas. So that's what elections are all about. And once again, this comes down to the Second Amendment because that all fits together. See? So so, with, we, got a, we had a call on our show about a, a mother who took her daughter to Arnold Palmer Children's Hospital for a, a, a regular procedure. It had nothing to do with transgenderism. But uh, as the, the, the examination went on, they asked mama to step outside the room. And so the doctors and nurses were left with the daughter alone. The daughter's a teenager. But the questions soon got around to her sexual activities. Uh, who does she have sex with? Not do you have sex. Who do you have sex with? How are you doing it? How do you feel about yourself? All these probing questions. And I guarantee you. That if that child or any child says, well, you know, I, I really d- don't like who I am and I, I want to be somebody else, but my parents won't let me. You know what's going to happen then? Immediately the call goes to the social workers at Child Protective Services because they got to protect that poor little child. And so they come and knock it at the parents' doors and all of a sudden the parents are in the system. And the next thing you know, the child is out of their custody. This is not... I'm not speculating, ladies and gentlemen. This is happening in America. And it should not. And guns are all a part of it, too. Because, once again, guns in a home with children, that's an unsafe environment. Can't be having that. Red flag laws, pretty much the same thing. You see, that's the direction we're going in. We're not taking power away from the government every day. We're giving it more power. We have to stop that. We have to reverse it. You know, President Trump had a policy in his first administration, and that was for every new regulation he wanted to do away with, I don't know, was it three or ten or something like that? And it worked pretty good. So we should have a policy from now on in Washington, Tallahassee, uh, Atlanta, Albany, wherever, Sacramento, that for every new law, they have to take two or three of them off the books. For every new law, get rid of a couple because we got way too many already as it is. And as I said, this government, federal government, is in the business of reshaping not only America, but Americans, literally, literally. So, you know, guns are vulnerable because they are what make us dangerous. You know, the exact opposite is is the real truth. Went over that a little bit last week. You know, so much as the FBI tried to hide it, crime is way up. And instances of people protecting themselves with their own firearms are way up as well. The the proof is in the pudding, but that doesn't matter to the federal government. What matters to them is we are a threat because we are armed and that cannot allow. They cannot allow that to stand. And so they are working diligently on many fronts. But the ultimate goal is to get your weapons And they're going to use all kinds of methods to do it. Just think. So your your son or your daughter's in school, and the teacher begins to ask, so do your parents have any guns? Yeah, mommy has one. I saw it one time. You saw a gun? Yeah. Yeah, she didn't know, but I saw it. Oh, let me call child care. So they call child care and child care comes and says, "Do you have a gun?" Well, yeah, for protection. Well, you know, you left it around and your child could have could have killed herself could killed somebody else. So, here's the deal. You give us the gun or you give us the kid. And outside the door of the police cuz they get paid too. So, what are you going to do, be the child or the or the gun? What are you going to do? Because that's the direction we're going and we're going there in a hurry. By the way, if you want to find more about the, the outrage, which we call Child Protective Services, go to freedomman.com, F-R-E-E-D-O-M-M-A-N.com, freedomman.com. You'll find out. It'll, it'll be an eyeful. So, but once again, this is all about reshaping Americans in their homes, in our homes, by basically destroying the American family structure. And then, I'm not speaking, they, they talk about this. You know, the AOCs, the Bernie Sanderses, the Lizzie Warrens, you know, Pokehannis and, and and others. And they talk talking glowing terms of how we're going to a better world. Oh, no, we're not. They're taking us away from the best world there has ever been in this this planet's history. And that is the United States of America and America First policies. Because when America is strong and economically powerful, the whole world benefits from it. When it is weak and has lost its way, morally speaking, the whole world suffers. And the weakest among us suffer the most. That's always the way it works. So we got a lot of work to do, and it's going to take monumental efforts. And it's going to take some political spine like we haven't seen, with a few exceptions, in our lifetimes. So the fight is on, ladies and gentlemen. And November 8th is coming quick. Got a lot of reasons to vote. There's a lot of naysayers out there. But you got to get in the fight. You got to get out there. You got to vote, ladies and gentlemen. You got to make your power matter. We, the people, have the power unless we don't use it. I'll be right back with Armed American Radio's Daily Defense.
0: AAR listeners, you're tuned in to personal
1: security. It's why you carry a gun or maybe own a fire extinguisher. Why wouldn't you do the same with the financial assets you've accumulated over the years? Cornerstone Asset Metals is managed by accredited asset management specialists that serve your needs in protecting and preserving your wealth through dedicated customized strategies just like they do for me. Founder and CEO Terry Strake and his team are here to serve you. Visit CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more information and to talk to an advisor. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more.
3: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now back to the show.
2: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. As I, Christopher Hart, sitting in for Mark Walters, am coming to you from the Sig Sauer studio on the Fort Worth Armory microphone. Of course, all of this show has been brought to you by X-Insurance. The best insurance is X-Insurance, along with a lot of other great partners. And they're all listed at com. And don't forget the two, two of the newest, com and revelation1911armory.com. And, uh, boy, Mark and Greg are so right that uh, this is the fastest two hours in radio, ladies and gentlemen. So, once again, I want to thank Greg and Pey- and uh, Gabriel and Lou for making it possible for me to come in here and just sit down and start wailing with you. (laughs) And of course, Mark for the invitation next week, he'll be emceeing the Daniel defense, double D foundation banquet and fundraiser. And I believe uh, he may be coming to you live. Uh, We'll find out next week. And if I have the opportunity to be here, I'll once again, try to make the most of it. So once again, uh, by the way, when I say you need to get out and vote, I don't mean to imply that that's the end all. That uh, if we uh, elect some Republicans in 2022 to take over the House and maybe the Senate and then even bring back uh, Donald Trump or another Republican, shame on me for saying that, but uh, somebody uh, in 2024, that, then the real work begins. And I'm not so sure anybody out there really understands how deep that nasty that swamp is. I mean, Trump got a nasty taste of it the first go around. But but even his own admission, he said he didn't know it was that deep and that nasty. It is. And it's got to be stopped. And and perhaps them bankrupting the government will help us do it because uh, at some point, maybe the federal government won't be able to afford uh, paying states to take children from their parents' homes or paying hospitals to to maim and butcher children in the name of health care. Anything but. Same thing with the COVID stuff, ladies and gentlemen, the vaccines. All social engineering from the federal government. See, and look what they did to Kanye West. And now they're doing this to Christian organizations and the ESGs. See, what the federal government is going to do is give you bad choices. Like, for instance, you know, they come to your house and they say, we, we understand you have guns and you have children. You can have one, but you can't have both. Which are you going to take? That's just one example. And if we go to the digital currency, that will be the end of it because then they're going to come to your house and they're going to go, okay, you're either going to give us your guns or you're not going to be able to buy anything. Because we now control all your money. That's what digital currency means. The digital dollar, the Fed dollar, whatever the heck they want to call it. You know, the social scoring, the stuff like they do in China. This is what they're angling for. So don't get comfortable with your firearms. Because they are plotting and planning and working toward that moment. When they come knocking at your door, they're not going to bust it in. They're going to knock at the door and they're going to give you the bad choice. You can either do this or you can do that. And there's the cops standing down there at the end of your driveway to make sure you do one or the other. And, of course, guns are going to be a big part of that. And they'll be able to say, well, people gave up their weapons f- voluntarily. They volunteered to give up their gun. Well, yeah, because you were threatening to take their child or their, or their home. And Yeah, well, they still, they chose. And, you know, it's a better world for it, isn't it? You see, the federal government loves forcing things on people and then turning around and convincing them that they're doing them a favor. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is hope out there. When you see AOC do a town hall meeting and about a dozen people show up and and the most vocal person is a heckler and he gives her what for for the debacle in Ukraine. And that's another mess over there meant to set up a a situation where they can manipulate us here, like energy prices and whatever. But they, they have bigger and worse plans. They always do. So not only do we need to change the leadership, but we then need to demand that the leadership change the way the federal government does business, period. And we don't want to hear any of this other stuff about, well, you know, the experts in the federal government, you know, guys like, like, oh, Anthony Fauci, Mr. Fauci, man. Oh, yeah. He's a real good expert, isn't he? (laughs) Heaven help us for the experts, right? Running our lives. So that's about the last thing we need. But that's the that's the world that we're heading for, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going there fast. So once again, the clown show, the Treasury Department, all of this is meant for manipulation and to get to a point where they disarm the people that they feel are the biggest threat, which is basically anybody that's got a gun. So... Listen carefully when Mark says over and over again, what is it that they want to do that they have to take their your guns away from you? All right. Well, what is it that they want to do? Well, take your kids away from you, maim them, prevent them from being born in first place, and all with taxpayer money. No, that's not what's going to happen. That's what is happening. It's an outrage and it's going on in the United States of America. And by the way, even though other countries, not a lot of them, but some other countries do do the transgender transition surgeries, maiming, not health care, only the United States seizes children from their parents for money. No other nation in the world does that. None. <laughs> That's, that's not an honor we need to be holding, ladies and gentlemen. That is one area where maybe we need to be following the rest of the world. And I know there are situations out there where children do need to be protected, but we cannot have a system that incentivizes mass kidnapping of children by the state because they make money on it. We can't do business that way, but that is the way the federal government does business. So the federal government needs to be whittled down to size. We need to take the federal government and fit it back inside the Constitution because it's, it's now uh, bleeding out all over the place. Only the blood is of innocent people like children. <laughs> so we got our work cut out for us, but it starts on November the 8th with elections. That's when it starts, but we can't let up after that. Then we must put pressure on those whom we do elect to make sure they understand the problem, are willing to do something about it, and then act on that willingness. And if they're not, we'll throw them out the next time and get somebody else who is. Because time is of the essence, ladies and gentlemen, and there's no better time than right now. (laughs) Matter of fact, we're way overdue to clean this mess up. But until COVID, until now, until Biden administration, I don't think we ever fully understood the nature of the beast. What well, we show enough do now. And it's the beast. It's the worst beast, the beast that we've been fighting since Adam and Eve. And we're going to continue the fight, ladies and gentlemen. And with great uh, patriots like Mark Walters, Mike Lindell. Donald J. Trump and others, we will be victorious, and it will be a glorious thing indeed because it is the most formidable of opponents that we are up against. And I'm up against the clock, so once again, thanks so much for tuning in, and please let Mark uh, know what you think about me. You can go to mark at org and give him an earful if you'd like. And Greg, thank you for the H-Test. Uh, I appreciate that. I really do. So... uh uh, in the meantime, once again, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to check out all of Mark's uh, partners at armedamericanradio.com. So, Christopher Hart, once again, thanks for tuning in, and uh, have a great week, ladies and gentlemen, but don't let your guard down.
0: Bye. Bye.